Welcome to Invitations to Play, Learn, Grow, the podcast. If this is your first time joining the broadcast, I am your creative solutions creator and professional mess maker, and my name is Teresa. This week, I want to talk to you about teamwork and conflict resolution. These are two things that are often a struggle for kids of a wide range of ages. And you can use play as a way to work through and overcome and oftentimes even eliminate conflict and you can use play to build and encourage teamwork. So I'm going to give you some tips, some tools that you can use to foster teamwork and and work around conflict. And then I'm going to give you some questions that you can use to spark conversation around a conflict that you may be facing and how to work through it. And these questions are also going to help encourage teamwork and the concept of how can we work together to solve this issue. So, let's get started. First, I want to start with your tip for this week. And the tip I'm going to give you is to always make sure that everyone has a responsibility. When you start to see frustration building up or overhear that kids aren't necessarily seeing eye to eye and you're foreseeing a struggle around working together or possibly avoiding a conflict, encourage the children to each or all take a responsibility. When kids feel responsible for completing a task or taking care of something or someone, they get a boost of confidence, confidence in their abilities to achieve something or complete a responsibility. So, by giving kids individual responsibilities that they know they need to carry out, whether it's in the moment or each day or each week, this is a great way to build a child's confidence. It's also a great way to encourage them to explore and build new skills. 
So doling out responsibilities is a great way to encourage teamwork and aid kids in working through conflicts. It's a way to get them to stop engaging in conflict, think about what they're trying to accomplish, and break the task down so that everybody is responsible for contributing something, and then they begin to work together to solve the conflict. So now I want to give you a tool that can be helpful in building teamwork and avoiding conflict. And actually, I'm going to give you several tools, and I'm going to kind of talk about each one. The first tool I'm going to give you is loose parts. Now, we all know that loose parts can be pretty much anything. But I want you to offer loose parts that will spark engagement, will spark curiosity, will spark learning. And when you can spark a child's curiosity and desire to learn, they are naturally going to want to express their ideas around what those parts can be used for. This is going to build communication. It's going to build language skills. It's going to get kids to naturally create a team and cooperate with one another and work together to create a, uh, creatively express their ideas and how they can use the loose parts that they have been given. Another tool that I'm going to encourage you to use, which we'll talk more about later in this conversation, is lab equipment. And you're kind of probably wondering why I'm saying lab equipment. I'm talking about things like um, microscopes and magnifying glasses and tweezers and petri dishes. And I'll tell you more about a specific way that you can use those tools later. But offering these kinds of tools encourages creativity encourages curiosity and gets kids to use their own creativity around what those tools can be used for. And when kids are curious, again, it's a great way to get them to ask questions, build the desire to explore what those items could be used for, and work together to find ways to create fun with those tools. The last tool I'm going to give you is construction tools and construction equipment and construction materials. So again, the reason why I'm suggesting these things we'll get into in a little bit, but construction is another great way to naturally reinforce teamwork, to naturally engage creative ideas, 
And it's a great way to get kids to use large and small motor skills to explore ideas, to engage in creating new things. And kids love to create and be messy. And construction is perfect for that. So before I get into the what and why I suggested those tools, I'm going to give you some questions that you can use to spark conversation as you engage in teamwork and explore ways to avoid and work through conflict. So the first question is this, what is the problem that we are trying to solve? Is the problem that we're trying to solve the fact that everybody wants the same toy? Is the problem we're trying to solve that there's a huge mess and we don't know how to clean it up? Is the problem that we're trying to solve that everybody has different ideas around how to play the game you guys have created and you can't agree on the rules? When you ask this question in this way, it gets kids to use their creative and critical thinking skills to come up with their own solutions to the problem that they are facing. And when they use their critical and creative thinking skills on their own, they're naturally going to want to share ideas and work together to come up with a solution to the problem. So I really like this question when I see kids starting to have a little bit of issue with conflict. And also, when I just really want to get kids thinking about how they can work together as a team to get a job done. So question number two is how can we work together to fix the problem? And when you ask this question, I would ask this question individually of each child involved. And I would say to ask it individually for this reason. Because when you ask the question individually, you allow the child, each child, to give suggestions as to how they think the problem can be solved or the conflict can be overcome or how all of the kids involved can work together to come up with a solution. And when everyone contributes an idea, each idea is going to be different, and they're naturally going to come together to compromise to say, well, I like this part of this idea, but I also like this part of this idea, so let's bring the two ideas together and solve this problem. And then question number three is, what can we do to find a solution to this problem? And when you ask 
this question. You get kids engaged in the issue itself. And you get them to think about the different tasks that they can carry out, divvying up the responsibilities that in turn are going to get this job done or get this situation or this conflict solved. So those are three questions that you can use to engage in conversation around conflict resolution and teamwork. So earlier, I gave you some tools and I didn't tell you why I was giving you those tools specifically, but now we're going to get into just that. I like to give you long-term projects that you can get kids engaged in to learn subjects, to build new, new skills, and that explore new things. I wholeheartedly believe in getting kids engaged in their learning experiences. It gets them excited about learning. It gets them to channel their energy and it keeps them engaged in the learning process. And so in that spirit, I'm going to give you five long term projects that you can use to practice and build subjects and the skills that go along with learning subjects. You're going to build new skills, whether it be math skills or language skills or listening skills or teamwork skills or conflict resolution skills, these long-term projects are going to encompass all of those skills. So the first one I'm going to give you is a long-term project that builds language, practices math, encourages teamwork, and many, many other skills. And this was an activity that I came across that I absolutely loved. You can use this activity if you're studying construction. Um, it's perfect for construction study and exploration. And the activity is parts inventory. So if you have a task that you want the children to complete, whether it's a construction task or it's cleaning up a messy playroom or it's doing their chores, this activity is perfect for that because you can ask the question, what parts do we need to complete this task? Or what parts do we need 
to um what what parts do we need to complete this job what parts do we need to finish this chore what parts how many parts what kind of parts do we have that are going to help us complete this job or this chore and what this does is that this gets kids to think about dividing items up so if the task is cleaning a messy playroom you're going to get them to divide up the blocks divide up the dramatic play items and as they get ready to put the items away you're going to encourage them to divide the items up into piles based on a characteristic so if you're talking about putting away blocks you could get them to divide put the blue blocks in a pile the purple blocks in a pile the green blocks in a pile and get them to count how many blue blocks we have how many green blocks we have how many square blocks we have whatever characteristics you choose to uh, assign to this activity and then you're going to give them a task and say Sarah you are responsible for finding and putting away 10 purple blocks 5 purple blocks have to be square and 5 purple blocks have to be rectangle and this engages their math skills and it engages their critical thinking and it gets them to use their eye-hand coordination and their motor skills to get those blocks put away and so they're cleaning up their mess without even realizing it now parts inventory can also be used for instance if you're in the yard doing some yard work and you need a specific amount of patio stones or you need a specific amount of seeds to be planted and so you're going to take inventory of the tools you have and the tools you need and then you're going to divide those tools up among the participants and each person is going to be responsible for tracking the tools that they need and how many they need and what job they're going to use them for so it's just a fun way to practice math and many other skills um, in a fun project like way for even more examples of how I have used this you can head over to Facebook and join our Facebook group where I actually made a post about parts inventory as an activity. So the second one that I'm going to give you is for science. 
you're probably still wondering why I was telling you to use loose parts and lab equipment like magnifying glasses and um, tweezers and different lab equipment like that. Well, that's because I want you to explore science and explore things like animals and mold and tree leaves and tree parts and plant parts and animals that live under the ground by creating a science lab. I want you to create different stations for different kinds of science experiments that would explore different ideas. So you could set up science experiments that explore wind, that explore gravity, that explore animal parts, that explore animal habitats, and use science equipment to explore different scientific ideas. The next long-term project that I want to encourage you to engage in is one that builds language, among other skills. And it's a per personal favorite of mine. And it is Robot Garage. So much like the science lab, you're going to set up different stations. And at each different station of your robot garage, each person or each station is going to offer loose parts responsible for a specific part of putting a robot together. So, of course, first and foremost, you're going to have to determine what kind of a robot you want to build and what job that robot is going to do. And then at each station, you're going to build a different part of the robot. So each person could be in charge of a different station or each person could be in charge of building their own rob robot and have to go through each one of the stations. So one of the stations could be gears. One of the stations could be uh, lights or electricity or um, buttons or levers, depending on how you're going to put your robot together. The next long-term project I'm going to give you is one that engages large motor. And that is, I'm going to task you with building a fort or building a bridge or one of my all-time favorites, building a city. Now, all of these are really great opportunities to use the parts inventory activity that I was talking about with our math long-term project. Because before you can build a fort, before you can build a bridge, before you can build a city, you have to know what parts you need to build that bridge, to build that fort, or to build that city. You need to know how many parts you need, what kind of parts you need. So it's a really fun way to 
engage in that parts inventory, making sure that you have all the parts that you need before you get started building your long-term project. And building a fort or building a bridge or building an entire city is a really great way to get physically involved using large parts like maybe empty boxes or blocks or sticks or any number of things that you might have handy to build all of these really fun things. So the last long-term project I'm going to give you is one for small motor. And it's actually another favorite. And that is to build a mode of transportation. So this one actually ties back into the science lab that we were talking about. Um, you can tie engineering into it. You can tie all kinds of fun learning angles into this activity because you can learn how different forms of transportation move, why they move the ways that they do, what causes them to move, what loose parts you would need to get them to move the way that they're supposed to. And you can build things like trains or cars or helicopters or planes. You can be really creative in the way that you explore science and the way that you explore how things work. So that is the last long-term project that I have for you. And hopefully you will get to see by engaging in all of these long-term projects that each of them offers up their own individual opportunities to build teamwork and practice conflict resolution. So, I hope that you find all of these tips, tools, questions, and long-term projects useful. I hope you will join me again next week when I will have more fun long-term projects, more fun questions to ask to get you and your children or students using critical thinking. And of course, I will have more tips and tools as always. So I hope you have fun this week as you learn, explore, and engage in play. And I will talk to you next week.